If one of your resolutions this year is to ensure that your business is doing everything possible to set your children and family up for future financial success, this one's for you. Jamie Troll recently shared her free guide with me called Seven Strategies to Maximize Tax Savings by Hiring Your Kids, and I was absolutely blown away, quite frankly, by all of the things that I was not doing that I should have been. And maybe it's because I didn't know that I could even actually hire my six and eight-year-olds, or maybe it's because it just seemed too confusing, or maybe it's because I had no clue about just how substantial the benefits were. All I know is I am glad I'm getting things in order now. So if you're like me and your kids are already doing even small things to help your business, whether that's appearing in photos on your social media or organizing your office with you or helping you sweep the floor, this is your sign to make sure you are taking advantage of the many opportunities currently available to you as an entrepreneur. I only just started implementing these strategies that I learned in Jamie's free guide, and I am already watching my kids' savings grow and grow in accounts I had no idea I could even utilize, all while enjoying substantial tax benefits for my own business. So download Jamie's free guide linked in the show notes today and educate yourself on the do's and don'ts of hiring your kids. You owe it to yourself and to them. And trust me, it's worth it. If you're in the play and party business and you want to operate with more ease and joy, all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for Small But Mighty Tips Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play or party-based business. Hey, Playmakers, it's me, your host, Michelle Caruana, and I am really excited to share today's episode with you today because this is just one of those topics that perfectly leads us into the new year because I know for me, one of my biggest resolutions in the new year is making sure that my business is set up for success, not just for financial stability and success today, but for financial success in the future for myself, my family, and most importantly, my children. So in this guest expert interview, CPA and profit strategist Jamie Trull is going to share how you as a business owner can legally and ethically hire your kids, even your little ones. So I've now hired my six and eight-year-old in a non-exploitative way. And this is one of my favorite guest expert conversations ever because it is just so practical. So in this episode, Jamie is going to share how to logistically hire your kids. So should they be W-2 employees, 1099 employees? We're really getting into the details here. She's going to talk about how much you can pay your kids annually tax-free and also what happens if you pay them more or less than the threshold. She's going to talk about the legal steps and contracts you should have in place. We're going to cover the tasks that your kids can appropriately perform and be paid for. So some good examples that we're going to cover are appearing in social media photos, helping with cleaning and organizing, all that good stuff. She's going to talk about how to know how much you can pay your kids per task and where some differences come into play between administrative tasks and cleaning tasks and things like that. She's going to talk about the documentation that you must have as a business owner to ensure that your process is above board in case you get audited. 
And then we're going to cover the tax benefits you can enjoy when hiring your kids, how you can allocate your child's quote unquote salary between their savings, IRA accounts, spending money, and more. And yes, you can even use this money to pay for sports, electronics, lessons, education, and more. And then finally, we're going to cover what systems you can use to make this process easier, which for me was absolutely critical because this is one of those things that I've been hearing about for years and years. And It just seemed so daunting and so easy to make mistakes with that I just kept putting it off. But I'm so excited that I had Jamie on the podcast when I did because I have already started implementing her tips and I'm already watching my children's savings accounts grow and grow and they're learning financial literacy and I'm enjoying the tax benefits. It is a true win-win scenario. And then finally, Jamie is going to share some of the misconceptions that business owners like me have made about hiring their kids, as well as common mistakes they often make so that you can avoid them because that's what this podcast is all about, right? So if your kids are doing even the smallest of tasks to help you in your business, whether it's sweeping the floors or again, appearing in your Instagram pictures, This conversation is an absolute must listen, and this is something that I really want to hold you accountable to adding to your list as we head into the new year. And if you have any questions whatsoever, as I mentioned at the top of the episode, Jamie's information is linked in the show notes, and you can also download her free guide called Seven Strategies to Maximize Tax Savings by Hiring Your Kids. So I linked that in the show notes, so please Feel free to follow Jamie and continue learning from her. You will not regret it. But without further ado, this is my conversation with CPA and profit strategist, Jamie Troll. Hi, Jamie. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi. Thanks, Michelle. Welcome. I'm so excited for today's conversation. But before we get into it, do you want to start off by introducing yourself and letting us know who you are and who you serve? Absolutely. So I'm Jamie Troll. I'm a CPA turned profit strategist because uh, CPA is not the most fun <laughs> title to, to have, but I've got the credentials, but I don't do that kind of work anymore. I'm not doing, you know, preparing tax returns or anything like that. Um, but now what I do is I really focus on education around uh, finances for women. So um, typically women. And I focus really mu- very much on small business owners And I just love kind of helping them understand various different topics. So whether it's, you know, learning the basics, if you're starting a new business, all the way up to becoming the CFO of your own business, or even just some like specific tax strategies, like we're going to be talking about today. Um, I love teaching it in a really accessible way. That's not super boring. (laughs) Like a lot of this content can sometimes be. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate that because, you know, I read all the books, I read Profit First and things like that, but Mm -hmm. a lot of times it can be just really overwhelming and really dry. So I really appreciate your kind of spin on teaching this topic. I always find your stuff so engaging and I am going to link to all of Jamie's, uh, her YouTube channel and her Instagram in the show notes. So please feel free to check it out after the show. But Can you tell me a little bit about what we're going to talk about today? So yeah, today I really wanted to talk about one of my favorite strategies, which came up really last year a lot. A lot of people started asking me questions about hiring your kids in your business. And is this a legitimate strategy? I think a lot of people saw things on TikTok and wondered, is this for real, right? We see a lot of things on TikTok and they can be a little bit questionable sometimes. 
Um, but I really wanted to spend some time diving into the rules around this. How, can you do it? How can you do it? What's the right way to do it? Is it beneficial to do it? Um, because I'm a mom of two young kids myself. And so, you know, I realized, oh my gosh, there's a huge opportunity here. And so I hired my kids, especially my nine-year-old son this year, and he's been working in my business. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about the things that I have him do here in a minute. But uh, it's been a really great way for a lot of reasons to not only bond with my son, but also teach him about finances, right? Teach him about managing money, teach him, teaching him about working a little bit um, in, in inappropriate ways, of course. And it also has been great from a tax perspective. So there are a lot of tax benefits, both for you and for your child, that you know come from having an arrangement like this if you set it up correctly. So I think that's the big if, is that, um, yes, this can be an IRS red flag if you don't do it the right way, right? But there are ways to do it. The IRS is completely fine with it. There's a whole section about... Um, you know, businesses hiring their own kids and getting tax breaks from it. So we just have to know what we're doing. And even a lot of accountants aren't super familiar with it. So that's why I wanted to make something that would be helpful for people to be able to do this themselves without breaking the bank. Absolutely. And we will get into those amazing resources that you've created in a little bit. But before we get into the how, because I already have a million questions around, you know, what's appropriate for kids to do in your business and things like that. But before we get there, can you just provide a little bit of an overview about the benefits that you alluded to for both the kids and us, the business owners? Yes. So I'll start, I'll start with the tax benefits because those are probably the most tangible, right? Which is the fact that when we are taxed, right, in our business, so let's say we have a regular LLC um, and it gets a little bit more complicated. I'll just allude to this. If you are an S corp or a C corp, it's still possible, but it can be a little bit more complex. Um, but Let's say that you are an LLC, and so your profit is getting taxed, and that profit is getting taxed at your rate, right? So your profit's going to be taxed. Uh, you're going to get payroll taxes on that, which is you know 15.3% when you're self-employed or have an LLC, um, and you're going to have income taxes at whatever rate you are you're paying income taxes at, which let's say it's 25%, right? Plus then you have state taxes on top of that. If you pay your child, depending on how much you pay them, and I typically, you know, again, most of the people that I work with, they're not looking to employ their kids, you know, around the clock, right? My child is nine. He's not working a 40-hour week. He doesn't even work every week, but I can still pay him when he does work, you know, sporadically in my business. And so my goal is to pay him up to $13,850, which is the standard deduction for this year, 2023, okay? And if he gets paid that or less... There are essentially no taxes that he's going to have to pay because of his age, because he's working for a business that is wholly owned by a parent, right? Um, and because of the fact that he's being paid under the standard deduction. So I'm shifting that amount of income, right, from my tax rates, which are, you know, I think maybe 30 plus percent when you add it all together, 35 percent down to nothing, <laughs> So $13,850, when you're saving, you know, a third of that, that's pretty sizable. And you can shift that down to your child and pay that to your child. 
And a lot of people say, well, what's my child going to do with all this money? Well, you can pay for, you know, whatever expenses you, you have for your kid, like their sports fees can come from that money, right? You can be the custodian of that money if you want to and let them have some spending money. You, you know, spend that money on other things for them, or we'll get into this later. You can help set them up for the future as well which is one of my favorite things to do with this. Um, So it's just a huge benefit to be able to shift that income into a different tax bracket, but still be able to use it for the things you're already using it for. Absolutely. And that's something that I would have never even thought of is Mm -hmm. kind of dividing that money between those different categories. And just to clarify, again, for my own understanding, I'm kind of using this as like a personal consulting call. After that $13,800 $13,800 for, you know, this year, 2023, you, they can still technically be paid. There just might be taxes associated yeah. with those additional. And it's, yes, absolutely. But it's still going to be less, especially if they're 18 or under, it's still going to be a lot less because they're still not going to have to pay payroll taxes. Um, and so that's an important piece is you're saving 15.3% no matter what, right? So you're not going to have that payroll tax piece. Um, you may have a little bit of income taxes, but again, they're going to have to pay income taxes at their rate, which if they're making $20,000 is not going to be the same probably as what your rate would be. Um, and so you're really shifting that income from a higher tax bracket to a lower tax bracket. So that's probably the most direct and the reason that most people start doing this. Um, and then I'll talk about a couple of the, the you know, my favorite things about it, though, uh, that are a little bit more hidden which I didn't even really think that much about to begin with either until I started doing this and realized how great this is. But for my son, um, one of the benefits has been just the time we've gotten to spend together and being able to do things with the business. He actually enjoys it most of the time. (laughs) Um, And it's been some good lessons learned, I think, for him too. And we've had a lot of conversations around money and how to save money and what to do with money and savings goals. And instead of me just giving him money when he, you know, wants to go to the movies or something, right? I can, he can use his own money and he can save his own money for things and we can have those conversations. And I feel like he feels a sense of independence as well. And you have to do it for what's appropriate for them. My six-year-old also does a little bit of work in my business, not as much, um, but she gets paid a little bit too. But obviously the conversations are a little bit different with her (laughs) because she'll pretty much just go spend her money on uh, Roblox immediately. And we'll have more of those conversations later, but it has been a really kind of fun thing to get to open up the conversation about money, make it less taboo. Um, And I really, as somebody who thinks that money habits really start young um, and the importance of teaching our kids about money, especially if we didn't get those lessons, is critical. So that's one of my favorite things as well. And then the last thing that is honestly, I think the absolute best part is I've also opened up a Roth IRA for both my children. And Typically, you cannot contribute to a Roth IRA unless you have earned income. So one of the amazing things with a Roth IRA is the fact that the earlier you start investing, right, these earnings will grow tax-free in a Roth IRA. So they can contribute to it. They won't have any taxes because they're at a 0% tax uh, tax rate right now. So they can contribute up to $6,500 a year. Um, max maxing out at however much you pay them, right? So you can't, if you pay them $3,000, the max would be $3,000. But if you pay them that between, let's say with my son being nine, if I you know put $5,000 a year into a Roth IRA um, between him being nine and 18, 
right? That's what $45,000 that he would, that I would be putting in there, which doesn't sound like a lot, but if you do the math on that, by the time he retires, that will likely be worth based on, you know, uh, rates of return that we've seen in the past over $3 million. So (laughs) it's really incredible how we can set our kids up for the future just by taking advantage of the time value of money, right? The, the most important thing is to start early and allow that compounding to happen. And they don't even know what's going on. It's just in the background and there for them as a safety net. It's an amazing gift that you can give your kids. So that's my favorite part. I'm getting excited to, you know, we're, be, we're going to be putting in our year-end contribution for the first time the, at the end of this year. And I am just like almost giddy about it because um, it just feels like a gift to his, to my future child, (laughs) right? Absolutely. And there's just something so special about being able to, you know, contribute, even though he's not aware of it yet, but knowing that future benefit and how grateful he's likely going to be in the future, it's, it definitely, you know, adds to the benefit of just us being parents and business mm-hmm. owners, because we've already seen so many benefits of, you know, having more time freedom, being able to have some of the extras. But this is something that I think a lot of entrepreneurs leave out. Mm-hmm. And so I'm so excited to talk about it today. And one other thing I wanted to mention as somebody who grew up in like a very traditional household. So my dad had a full-time job. He was in the office every day, you know, 7am to 7pm. Mm-hmm. My mom stayed at home. I think you know, a gift of involving our kids in our businesses that also goes overlooked is just getting them involved in entrepreneurship and showing them that there are different paths. And I think the more involved they can be, the more open-minded they're going to be in the future, not necessarily to become entrepreneurs themselves, but at least knowing not only that it's an option, but exactly what it looks like from behind the scenes. So I think that's such a cool point to make. And that's real life education, right? I mean, we send our kids to school, but how much can we learn just by doing? And as they grow older, right? Younger, we start them with what's appropriate for them. But as they grow older, there's more and more that they can do. My son is already getting excited about getting into Canva and doing graphic design. He's nine, right? But It's amazing when we give them the option, what they can step up to. And those are skills that are going to help them in no matter what they do in life. Right. So there's, I mean, there's short-term benefits, there's long-term benefits. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit more about that. What are some examples of, I guess, age-appropriate tasks that we can have our kids do? Because I think we're all sold on the benefits, but what does that actually look like in practice? Yes. And this is the key thing, right? Because I think where it gets a little sticky and where people are like, oh, this is, this is, you know, a scam or you're you're an IRS red flag is when people are, um, you know, employing their kids in a way that their kids aren't actually really working for the business, or maybe they are, but they're being paid just exorbitant amounts of money for what they're doing, right? Like they're doing administrative tasks for $50 an hour. Well, that's not really going to work, right? Um, So the key is for it to be reasonable and what you would pay somebody else. But there really are some ways, right? And if you're looking to maximize, because most people are looking to maximize what they pay their kids if they're doing this for tax strategy reasons. So there's been some negative press too around hiring your kids because some people will do this as a way to exploit children, which is absolutely not the thing to do, right? We're not going to exploit child labor. We're not trying to, you know, not pay them. Most of the time when I'm talking to people about this, they're looking to maximize these tax benefits. They want to pay them more, but they want to make sure that they're not getting in trouble with the IRS from this, right? Um, so 
there are lots of different things. Obviously, the, the easiest things to think about are like administrative tasks and things like that, or even like cleaning up your office, cleaning up. I know, you know, with with play gyms, there's probably a lot that can be done, you know, around there that are just little, little tasks, things, you know, I mean, I don't know how many people send out mailers anymore, but that was the big thing. Stuffing envelopes used to be the big thing that people would do. But I think even more creatively, um, and especially in this like, you know, uh, 2000s world that we're in, um, there are also things that they can do that are really more around um, marketing and advertising and things you might already be doing that you could pay your kids for, right? So for example, if they are showing up on videos for, you know, ads or something like that for your play gym, that is absolutely something you can pay them for. And in fact, in some states, they're now requiring that you pay your child if they are being used in, in, in Good, working in your should. business. Yeah, exactly. And um, so, you know, if you're using, if you're taking pictures, right, with your kids and they're, that's showing up, you're using that on your social medias to market your business, right? Then that is something that you can pay them for. And those are my favorite because those, if you go and look out the market rates of what, you know, there are lots of different sites like kidscasting.com and things like that, where they post these opportunities for people, kids to be in ads, you can actually pay them quite a bit and legitimately support it, right? So it's a lot more than like your, your $12, $15 an hour. We're talking about, you know, I just did a shoot yesterday with my daughter um, where we were shooting some reels and things like that that we're going to use for ads uh, for our 12 days of Christmas that are coming up. And um, and I'm going to be able to, to pay her based on a project, right? Which will probably be a couple hundred dollars, even though she, you know, didn't work for an entire day even. Um, but it's completely, you know, I'm going to make sure that I document it. That's one of the things I'm sure you'll ask is how do we make sure we don't get in trouble, right? Because you do need to document it. You have to, you know, make sure you have all your ducks in a row if you are ever audited that you can say, here's my support. But as long as you have that, you can pay them um, for those things. So those are some of my favorite things. Uh, for paying kids. And that means, right, you can pay kids as young as, you know, babies, if you're using them in marketing and advertising, right? You can pay pretty much anybody for that kind of thing um, because they are actively working in your business. They would get paid if they went to a shoot for somebody else's business, right? So you can pay them through your own as well. That's really interesting. And just a couple questions. And I don't want to get too technical here because I know that your resources dive a lot deeper into this. Yeah. But just to clarify, when we're paying them for these, you know, you call them shoots, it doesn't necessarily need to be a professional photographer on no. a professional set or anything like that, right? No, absolutely not. No. I mean, as long as you're using it, if the intention is to use this in your business, um, then that that can qualify, right? <clears throat> and I think that that's one of the things where you can do a little bit of research to, to get a couple ideas. Don't always go with like the highest one, right? Like you probably aren't going to pay your kid the same thing that if they were doing an gosh bagosh commercial would pay. But you can see like, okay, I have a small business and, you know, if I had to hire a child actor, I would have to pay for them to do that. Um, whether you would actually do that or not doesn't really matter. It's just what you would have to do if you did it. Um, and again, I think it's really about the documentation and making sure that everything is um, supported. That is really the key there. So I totally understand that we should be documenting the time spent, the mm -hmm. rate, and things like that. Would you also recommend maybe taking note of where we're getting these numbers from and the source? Yes. 
Yep. I take, uh, I take screenshots a lot of times when I'm doing this, when I'm doing the research on the different tasks and I pay my son based on various different tasks in the business. So he has an administrative rate. He has a graphic design rate. It's not as much as I would pay like an actual graphic designer who has a background in it, but it is a little bit higher than his administrative rate. And then he's got a rate for marketing, right? And so all of those I have documented and they are, you know, I put screenshots to make sure that, you know, again, it's really more more about preparing just in case you are ever audited, not because this is going to be a red flag for audit, but because anybody can be audited at any time. And you want to make sure that you have all of that so that you can say, here's, you know, here's the documentation. The people they're really looking for in those audits are the ones that are just kind of willy nilly doing this without any, you know, without going through, you know, what they're supposed to be doing, the real steps to get there. And that's honestly most people. Um, so if you do this the real way, the right way, and I really recommend that people do that, um, then you will be protected, right? Yeah. So another technical question, and I apologize, okay. but um, when you are talking about, you know, having your son utilize Canva, and I know my mm -hmm. son, he one of his favorite tasks to do in my business is editing YouTube videos. Yes. A lot of like transitions and things like that. And he really enjoys it because it's like you said, what he's interested in doing potentially in the future. Are you allowed to pay them for hours spent training or if they take like a course on how to do a particular task? Because I made my son go through like an entire like four or five hour course. Is that yeah. something that we can do? Yes. And so the great thing is anything that you would pay a W-2 employee because they will be a W-2 okay. employee. So a lot of people ask like, can I set them up as 1099? Well, 1099 implies they are independent contractors and that they can function independently. And it's pretty difficult for your nine-year-old to be right, like in a place where they, you could defend that they are doing that. And there's not really a benefit to that because again, because of their age, they don't have to pay payroll taxes anyway. So there's no benefit to you. You're not saving anything by making them a contractor like you would potentially if you were hiring, you know, somebody else. So you do want to hire them as W-2 and then, yeah, you can pay them for anything that you would pay a W-2 person for. And I pay for the time that my, you know, my people uh, that we do trainings and things like that, all of that, if it's something for work, right, are things that I can pay them for. And that's a really great point. And I'm actually like, ooh, what could I, what could I do <laughs> for my kid? Because I've done the same thing. And I think it also is such a great opportunity then to be able to give them this, this incredible education as well. And then that's time that they're spending, you know, that's also helping you from a tax perspective, which is amazing. Right. So, I mean, all the benefits, right? They can take a course. So they're getting yep. the education, you're getting the tax benefit, they're getting the tax benefit. And you can say, I will pay you X amount of dollars and you can now save this and work towards a goal that you're... Yep. And you can deduct the course, right? Because that course is going to be something that you are using to train your employees on. I mean, it's perfect, right? So you're deducting what you're paying them. You're deducting the cost of the course. You're paying them for the hours worked. I mean, again, just like a W-2 employee, that's what how it would work for them. So that's how it would work for your child as well. That's amazing. And my son's Christmas list just grew, by the way, because I'm going to be <laughs> buying him more courses now that I have all this information. Um, so thank you for that. I don't know if he's going to be thankful, but he will be. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of people listening to this podcast or watching this podcast, they are brick and mortar business owners. So mm -hmm. what I love about this opportunity for us specifically is that 
you know, you can really make your child's work fun, right? It can be a combination. It doesn't yes. just have to be graphic design. It doesn't just have to be education. Yeah. They can also be sweeping the floor. They can be, I know my son loved to pack orders. He loved mm-hmm. to help me get ready for events and he loved to set up the, you know, tables and clean up after. And that was something that was really enjoyable to him. So there are so many different ways and those hours really add up. And, you know, I'm thinking of our, you know, our opening task list, our closing task list. My son used to help with all of that. Yeah. Inventory, like anything that that you have them do. I was just talking to somebody who has a subscription box business and this is something perfect for that, right? Because they're doing a lot of packing and different things. So there can be, get creative with it. And, you know, again, it doesn't have to just be one thing. You can pick what makes the most sense. I find that over the summer, that's when my son did the the most work, right? When he's in school, maybe a little bit on the weekends, but um, really during the summer, we did a ton. We created a lot of content. He was on my YouTube channel a bunch, right? I paid him for all of that. Um, And so really there are a lot of opportunities and they're making money and they're happy and you're getting to spend time with them. And it's, it's just, it's the perfect storm. Absolutely. So I think we're all, like I said, really excited about this, but are there any downsides or things that we need to be careful of outside of what you already mentioned, like making sure we document and things like that? Are there any other downsides? I don't think there's very many downsides. There are just watch outs, right? There are just things we want to do correctly because either, right, we could get in trouble because we don't have it correctly from a, a legal perspective. There are some states that have their own laws. So we've been talking mainly around federal law and federal law exempts um, children working for their parents' business. So you do maybe want to, you know, call your state department of revenue, depending on what kind of state you you live in, they could have their own laws around that. Most will follow federal law though, right? So if your kids can work in federal law, if that is um, allowable, then they most of the time can work uh, in the states. But that's something just important to check on and make sure. Um, and and there are you know certain industries, right, and certain jobs they cannot have under a certain age. So again, that's something to check in with your state. Mostly, that's going to be dangerous jobs. So hopefully, most of us know like, hey, I'm not going to put my kid on a bread slicer, right? But they spell this stuff out if it's something that's dangerous. Manufacturing that kind of thing can be a little bit dangerous. Um, And so you want to avoid things like that. They have to be appropriate, right? You have to be paying them appropriately. Um, So those are really the main things. And I I think the other thing to know too, because maybe some people here don't have, uh, maybe they have an S-corp, right? If you're being taxed as an S-corp or a C-corp, there are some different different rules around that. So the key with that is that you do, you can still employ them, but if you employ them directly through that S corp or C corp, you're going to lose some of those tax benefits. Um, So those payroll tax exemptions, you won't have. There is a way around that though. It's a little technical, but it's called creating a family management company. It's not as bad as it seems. Um, So that's just something to know. A lot of people don't realize that's an option. And so they're paying a lot more to their kids uh, or they're paying a lot more in taxes than they need to because they weren't aware of, you know, kind of this other route that that you can go in order to um, keep the same tax benefits. Yeah, that's really interesting. And is that something that your program helps with? Yes. So that's, that's, I have a program called the Hiring Your Kids Toolkit. Um, and it has everything that you need to hire your kids, no matter what kind of entity type you are. Um, or where you live, right? It's going to walk you through everything you need. We have the trackers, the con- uh, the contracts you need, right? Because we want to make it legal. That's the other thing. 
Um, we have all the guides and the video lessons to help you. So it's definitely something people can do themselves. And we have guides to getting them set up on payroll um, and things like that. So all the little things that you want to make sure, the ducks you want to make sure you have in a row, we have the step-by-step for that. Um, and so, and even getting them set up with a Roth IRA, right. Um, and showing you the calculation of how much you could, um, turn the money into by contributing to a Roth IRA for them. So we have all of that included, um, and the family management piece too, if you are an S corp or a C corp to help you with that. So we're really excited. This has been actually, um, completely surprisingly to us, our biggest seller for this year. We just, um, we rolled it out, uh, during the summer and it was a huge just um, reception that we got for this product. So I've been very excited and I really want to want more people to know that it's out there. Yeah. I mean, when we connected, I knew exactly what you did. I knew about your background. I had no idea that this was something that you had a resource around. And the second I heard you mention it, I think it was on somebody else's podcast. I was like, I have to reach out to Jamie. It's something that's been on my list as a business owner, honestly, for years. Yes. Kind of like you said, I think I heard about it on TikTok, maybe during the pandemic. And I thought the same things that you did. I thought this isn't real. This has mm-hmm. to be, you know, just one of those things for, you know, clickbait or views. But I knew that you were a reputable source. So I was like, mm-hmm. I know Jamie is going to be the perfect person to talk about this. And I think kind of what you mentioned at the beginning of our conversation, there's been a huge explosion in entrepreneurship in general. Mm-hmm. So there's been more and more people owning their own businesses, having side hustles. And just, I mean, to clarify for anyone listening, I know most of the people listening are brick and mortar business owners. Is this something that you can do if you have a side hustle business? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because a business is a business, right? So again, I mean, any type of business that you have that you are making income from, that is a business, then yeah, you can hire your kid in that business. Um, and of course there, there are thresholds where, you know, you have to determine whether it makes sense because there are some costs, they can be minimal. And it, one of the things I talk about in the toolkit is how to minimize the costs associated with it. You have things like payroll, but there are ways to make that pretty minimal as well. So there are some costs, but most of the time the benefits are going to far outweigh the cost. If it's only two or $300, it's probably not worth it. But if you're going to be paying them, you know, $1,000, $2,000 or more, it, it's probably getting to the point where it's worth it, especially considering the fact that um, you're going to see those benefits year after year after year, especially the younger the younger your kids are. Yes, absolutely. And one thing that kind of kept popping into my head as we were speaking, and I just wanted to make sure that it's included because I'm absolutely going to be enrolling in the toolkit. Um, and I, we're going to link it um, in the show notes as well for anybody who's like me who is ready to jump on this immediately. Um, does the toolkit help with kind of not just how to document, but what systems to use and that yes. sort of piece? Because that's something I know I struggle with. Even when I'm working with an accountant, even when I have systems set up, I want to make sure I'm really utilizing the systems I should be. Absolutely. So we actually have tutorials in there um, that are technical tutorials. For example, there I have a um, a recommended payroll company. You can use whatever you want, but I have a recommended payroll company, and I will show you how to actually go through the steps to get them set up properly. Right? Like, how do you make sure they're exempt from the right things, um, and kind of walk that through step by step. If you're looking for a bank account for your child, we have recommendations for that for for um, bank accounts that we think are great for kids. Um, and then do direct deposit because there's a lot of little rules like that that it can get kind of sticky. And so we had to do a lot of research into 
you know, what tools, what's really out there that people can use. And then we wanted to walk through that process to make it as easy as possible for people to do themselves, because we really created this. um, And we've had some interest from accountants who want it too, which is interesting, but we really created this for end business owners to be able to do this themselves because it takes a little bit of effort. But again, once it's set up, it's set up and you're done. And then you're getting benefits, you know, for as long as your child is employed by you. Um, So we are just really a big fan of empowering the end, you know, uh, business owner rather than having to pay really expensive, hefty fees to accountants to do this who may not even really, you know, know what they're doing, to be honest. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. I've definitely gone through my share of accountants who, you know, maybe didn't understand my business model or weren't putting me in the right accounts and things like that. So, you know, I really appreciate having this additional resource to work with my in-person accountant who is a little bit more aware of like our, our specific area and the regulations that we have to comply with. So the combination of this toolkit with the accountant that I already work with, Mm -hmm. I'm just so excited about it. And one quick question, can we hire, is there, um, you don't have to start at like January 1st, right? You can kind of start anytime. Yep. You can start anytime during the year. In fact, my daughter literally just a month ago said like, I want to work. She was watching her brother and she saw that he had some extra spending money and she volunteered. So, I mean, that's why yesterday we were shooting reels and she was like, I'm going to sweep your office. And I'm like, great. She's a really great organizer, right? So she's been organizing things for me. And so you can start at any point of the year, just again, just like a W-2 employee and you can pay them, you know, how you want to. So I typically pay my son once a month. There are some months where he doesn't get paid anything because he didn't work during that month. Um, And there are some months where he makes a lot more like during the summer. So you can really do that however you want to, um, as long as it's documented and you're, and you're, you know, going through the steps that you need to go through. Awesome. And for those of us who are, you know, definitely excited about the opportunity, but maybe aren't quite ready to dive into the toolkit just yet. I know I am, but I know some people listening, maybe they haven't opened their business yet. They're just getting started. You have a free resource available as well, right? To kind of help us kickstart the process. I do. So that is the perfect place to start. If you're not, if you're not like, I want to do this right now, if you're still like thinking about it, you want to mull it over. Um, we have a seven strategies to maximize tax savings by hiring your kids guide. That's a mouthful, but basically we have a guide that's going to walk you through a lot of what we talked about here today and give you a little bit more detail and things to kind of think about before you make that decision on whether it's right for you. Um, so that's a great place to start that we'll link below too, uh, that you can grab and get started today. That's awesome. And I will definitely link that. But I just wanted to say thank you so much for sharing your expertise with us. Is there a best way for us to connect with you or continue learning from you other than these resources that I've already shared and that I'm going to link? So we have a lot of great stuff over on YouTube. You can just search my name, Jamie Troll, and you'll be able to find um, a ton of resources. You can even find some of the videos I did with my son if you're curious to watch them. Um, we did a lot of those during the summer. So YouTube is probably the best place, but uh, I'm just Jamie Troll on all the social platforms as well. And yeah, definitely make sure to check it out, jamietroll.com. <laughs> yes, and you are one of my favorite people to follow on social media, so you will not regret it. I'm going to link everything in the show notes, but thank you so much. I really appreciate your time today. Thanks for having me, Michelle. This was fun.
All right. That wraps up my conversation with Jamie. I really hope that you enjoyed it and found it as practical as I did. So again, if you want to download Jamie's free guide all about hiring your kids, it's linked in the show notes. If you want to enroll in her course like I did, that really breaks down the process step by step and pretty much provides you with everything that you need that she covered in this episode to actually execute these strategies. I link that in the show notes as well. And again, if you want to follow Jamie, her Instagram, YouTube, all of that is linked. All right. I will see you guys right back here with another episode soon. Have a great weekend.